Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 30 of the Autonome Better podcast. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by Carl, Luke, and Stats. How are you all tonight, gentlemen? Fantasmagorical. Lots to get through tonight, ladies and gents. Uh, so without further ado... Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Autono Better podcast. Let's do this. Hello everyone, welcome along uh, to our lovely little Aggie podcast. Uh, I'm not supposed to be here tonight, I'm filling in for Gilly because he's gone to a ball people's convention, um, so he's stuck with me. Um, but I'm joined by the wonderful Carl, how are you doing mate? I'm alright, smart, not too bad, bad you? Uh, I'm not bad mate, thank you very much. Luke, how are we doing? Are you yeah, well? I'm, you to, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too bad, I've got, I've got the big... Covid, uh, so I've not been been moved too far, which is why I'm not at the uh, the, the bold convention with Gilly. <laughs> You're looking for some <laughs> double sided tape instead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andrew weeks. Dalton, LUFC stats, is joining us this evening as well. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me once again, and looking forward to getting to the nitty gritty towards Absolutely. the business of the season. Absolutely. Well, I suppose. Uh, in light of, uh, uh, I suppose, a memorable day of, of events that happened to us, to our wonderful team 22 years ago, you've got a few words to say. Yeah, uh, a very sad uh, day always is uh, this day in, in the calendar from the year 2000. Leeds United under David O'Leary had, had taken Europe by storm and, and got through to the UEFA Cup semi-final and, and drawn Galatasaray and the travelled obviously uh, across to Istanbul on April third, fourth, fifth, and to play Galatasaray in the Earth Cup semi-final. And tragically, uh, two fans, Kevin Spate and Christopher Loftus, tragically lost their lives. And no football fan, whoever you support, should go to a football match and never come back. And uh, I've watched Gareth Senior's uh, wonderful speech at Ellen Road this afternoon. Uh, all the players of the management, the first team squad, were there uh, as well. And 
it's just it's a hard day to comprehend that two of our own fans went to a game looking to support the team and, and never came back in the thoughts of everybody here at Auto Knows Better are with the friends and family of Kevin Spade and Christopher Loftus. Never forget, never forgiven. Rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what a, what a day. 22 years, eh? God. Yeah. Thanks Mental. for that. Uh, no, thanks for that, mate. Uh, bit of a somber start, but I suppose yeah. it'll pick up. Um, but yeah, 22 years ago, mad. Mad when you think it's that long ago, to be honest. I were only a young lad myself. Yeah, uh, to, to think about losing a parent and you know, whilst they're away enjoying, uh, enjoying the football and all that sort of stuff, it's not even, not even worth comprehending, does it? But, um, we're going to move on to the predictions and the predictions league or lack of predictions because I think Luke's going to have to be a little bit creative with them this week. Yeah, um, so Gilly, who was going to be hosting tonight, has also yes. decided to go full rogue. And basically, just fucking, uh, <laughs> just leave us in the shizzle, really. But nah, he's, he's been he's been busy. We get he's a busy lad, you know. He, he kicks the odd computer, tells us to turn it off and on again, and that. So we'll uh, we'll give him his due. But uh, yeah, luckily or unluckily, I watched uh, a relatively recent podcast but con- podcast podcast by ourselves back through uh, through through today while I was working, um, and. I don't actually know where we are in terms of, even though I watched the podcast, I didn't pay any fucking attention. I don't know where who is, but I think, I think I remember um, uh, where we were last time is that the fans were actually leading and I don't know what the fans' oh, really? plans are. The fans, um, basically, I don't fucking know. Well, you know, it's a professional, <laughs> it's a professional outfit, isn't it, clearly. I mean, you know, God. I'm up there, stats is up there. What I, do know, what I do know is that I'm not at the bottom, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. That's all I give a fuck about. Don't forget to get comments and all that sort of stuff in today, people, if you're out there watching, um, and, we'll, and we'll try and interact and uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. I think, Luke, you're going to be controlling comments tonight, aren't you, mate? So, yeah, get your comments in. Uh, give us some shit. We'll give you some back. That usual sort of crack. Can uh, I just make a point? Uh, is Bob watching tonight? Bob. Uh-huh. Bob. Bob can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Evening, Alison and Marty, as ever, or ever present. I know Marty's looking forward to getting down to uh, uh, to Watford at the weekend. So yeah, I'm still, I'm still here. Uh, if he does need a chaperone or, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm cuff to you. Uh, yeah. Dagnos in Benidorm when you got a little dog <laughs> to you. Um, well, I suppose what else? What else is there to talk about, really? Apart from Southampton, I know you guys obviously um, covered it and covered it well on on, on and the uh, Brady and Cook. But let's get a few feelings about where where we think we are with regards to form. I know that obviously. Uh, Luke, you've been having a few uh, Twitter arguments with people regarding form and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> really? Really? Shockingly. Um, you know what? Do you know, do you know what's mine? Just really, just really quickly, before we go into why I've been arguing with people, I'm not an argumentative person, but last last week I went to watch quite a few uh, quite a few gigs uh, and I think they lightened me up and I saw I didn't go on my phone as much, didn't go on Twitter, I went to a couple of comedy gigs and I was a lot I was a much better person for it this week because I haven't seen any comedy. I just want to rip everybody's head off uh, and just like just shit down the throat and that I just get really angry. Um so yeah, basically uh, I, I stand up for what I believe in and and and, and, and yeah. 
get a little you bit. You wouldn't literally argue with together. a reflection, wouldn't you, mate? To be fair. Oh yeah. Um, you get an argument. I've been active. Um, but let, let's talk a little bit about Southampton game then, just briefly. I know you guys covered it on Brady and Coke and stuff like that. But I'm going to go around the room. Obviously, not all of us were there. Um, stats. What's your take on the game, mate? How do we how do we get on? Um, any any sort of you know? Do, I don't know whether you want to talk about yeah. Or anything. I think we started off really well. We started off on the on the front foot. Obviously, we'd come into the game on the back of two wonderful results at home to Norwich and away at Wolves. Obviously, the international break kind of just stemmed the flow of things. But I thought it was a positive start. Got the lovely goal through through Jack Harrison after a great play from Rafinha. And then we didn't really trouble uh, Fraser Foster much after that, to be honest. We had half chance in Lorente, could have given Lisa Lee before Harrison did. And you kind of go into the sheds at half time, wonder up, you're happy with that. And I think at one point, Leeds were 14th in the Premier League uh, at half time. But the one thing you can't do against Salam is give free kicks away. And we all know what James Watt Prowse mm. is like. Probably the best free kick taker in the Premier League. And I know there's been some some arguments on, on social media whether Melier should have saved it or not. To me, I think it's an excellent strike. And you just have to hold your hands up and it, it flew into the top corner. And I thought after that, I was a little bit stalemate. Leeds could have had a penalty. Uh, I think for foul on, on, on Joffe. Uh, Rafinha had one over. But it, it, it felt like a fair result. And... When you look at the other results uh, around the country, Watford obviously lost a little play in the game, good performance on themselves. Burnley got beat by Man City. Uh, Norwich drew at Brighton, I think it really matters. And of course, uh, on Sunday, Watford, sorry, Watford, uh, Everton uh, lost at West Ham. So all in all, it's a point gain for me and it sets us up nicely for the trip to Vickers Road on Saturday. Oh, very good. We've got a comment from Jay, our positive Jay, who was moaning that he wasn't on tonight. Jesus Christ. He's, uh, I don't know yeah. if he's still on over from weekend or whatever, but clearly doesn't read the rotor that we put in place that shows who was on. Um, <laughs> two points dropped for me, unfortunately. Goal was unlucky, but the rest of the second half was dire. Okay. Another game where, starting with a striker, might well have got an early goal. Hmm. I, I prefer Jay when he's pissed, you know. Yeah, I, I prefer Jay when he's pissed. Did you see that thing he posted on our Instagram? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, well, like he'd just been I found thought... right back of frigging Primark in middle of Leeds or something. He looked like some homeless guy just walking up by pissing <laughs> on him or something. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie, like, I, 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 I can't massively disagree with Jay to be fair. I, I don't Whoa, think it was your child. You, you were next on the list, mate. Well, like <laughs> the thing is, like. The first 20 minutes, who who would disagree with me if I said we should have been at least 2-0 up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So when Jay says it's two points dropped, I think it is two points dropped when you look at how we opened the first 20, 25 minutes. We were all over them. They didn't have a prayer. like, And we didn't, again, it goes back to should we, again, like Jay said, start with a striker? I know Joffy's fancied as an impact sub and he probably wasn't 100% fit for uh, Southampton, but like if uh, Dan James was through on goal twice in the first oh, half, God. and I'm in the South Stand for it, man. Any striker, I know he's not a striker. I know that, that there's. That I'm in the there. I'm in the South Stand. That's as bad as getting the badge in. Is that? What? I sit in the South Stand. I was what? there, mate. I was there. Well, hold on a second, man. It's either that or just stand randomly badge. give a anyway. I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I ain't fighting today, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> not today, but, Satan. Not today, Satan. Um, but he had two good chances where any striker in that position puts them away. No, he's not a striker, is it? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Going back to Jay's point, why not play Rodrigo up front? Because Rodrigo's not the best at being a striker. The only striker that really I, I, top as a striker is Gellar. I go back to last season and dispro- I'm just going to totally shit on your injured, point. By the way, obviously, Pad- Paddy's up yeah. there. But... Yeah, but I, I'm just going to shit on your point. And last season, towards the end of the, the, the last sure, few Cal. games... Can't be doing that. Yeah, but I haven't dropped a C-bomb, so we're cool. Well, like, um, Rodrigo got, yeah. what, like six, seven goals in eight, nine games towards the end of the season. So it's like, why, why, why not play him as a striker? Who do you play in the ten spot then, though, when he's yeah, playing so it. well and he's in such good form? All right, okay. He's doing so well, playing the way the way that he is, and he seems like he's been given an extra lease of life at the minute. Why would you take him out yeah. there and then move his position again? He's a striker, man. I don't care how well he's playing. Well, I do care how well he's playing, but in the position that we bought him for, he's not playing. We bought him as a striker because yeah. they thought Bamford wasn't going to be up to the Premier League. Did we buy him as a striker? Because he didn't play as a striker for, at Valencia when we bought him. He did. He played, he played as number nine. He was a Spanish number nine at the time. Yeah, and he, right, he played out great. wide a little bit. In, he in did the front play three. a little bit on the wing. I say, he did play all yeah. other players. He wasn't specifically just a striker, were he? But, yeah, but his main focus yeah, right. as, a, as, as a number nine. And I think if you've got Rodrigo running through in that position instead of James, that's in the back of the net, in my opinion. Like his two finishes against Burnley last year, Away, away from home. They show that he can finish like a demon, man. He's he's got a great finish on him. Cal, while well, I agree with you, whilst I do agree with you in terms yeah. of playing a striker up front, I can completely see why Marsh and before him Bielsa played Dan James. I've been through this a lot, a number of times, and it's simply the, the pressuring. Um, and and yeah. Dan James is the best alternative to Paddy Bamford we've got to that that, that pressing style that yeah. we play at Leeds United. Um he's not, as good as, he's not as good as Patrick Bamford. He's not as good as Patrick yeah. Bamford in the mm. other in the other areas in the finishing and everything else. But in terms of the pressing and his power and his pace and, and it, how irritable he is to, to a defensive back line, that's yeah. the reason Dan James plays there. And I completely see it. And I, I but, but I, again I completely agree with Smite. Why would you change our best player in the last five or six games? Why would you why would you move him out of position just because he might be a little bit better moving forward and disrupt completely disrupt the, the complete I, formation. So I, I I hate to break it to you all, but we're lacking goals. He's a fucking striker. We're lacking goals. We're lacking goals. Huh? We just beat Wolves through. We just beat yeah, Wolves through. He, he, he scored in that, didn't he? He was the furthest no, player nearly up the pitch, apart from Greenwood, when we scored that goal. So he was in the right place. Obviously, James had a really good performance away at West Ham as well. He played well at West Ham. He has got it in him to be able to score goals. And if he can do it against West Ham, he can do it against anyone. I'm not being funny. So I I agree. I totally agree. But I'm trying to be devil's advocate here. Why why would you change someone who was playing so well? Because if, if, if we're not scoring goals, you've got a striker who's fit. Put him up front. Put Raf so in what the ten. If he put score James goal. and Harrison out wide. Two of the he, fastest no, wide men. Yeah, but you're not guaranteed that he's going to score goals. Yeah, but we're not scoring with James up front anyway. So why not scoring? If you take Rodrigo, who's doing a bit of creation on. and all that sort of stuff. When was the last game? time yeah. we failed to score in a game? Stats. Lester Villa. Yeah, Villa. 
at home. Right. At home. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's something that, that I mean it's five or six games in there that we've that we've scored in. I don't when you say we're failing yeah, we're to score, going, it's I, not I, like it's I didn't not say like, we're failing, like, I said we're struggling. Oh, you're I changing your bloody mind now. Did, did I say failing or struggling? Struggling. I, <laughs> I said struggling. We're struggling to score goals. Put your strike. Anyway, anyway, back anyway. to back to Jay's original point of two Sorry, points yeah. dropped. Yeah. yeah, I can I can agree with two points dropped. However, would you have snapped that snapped? Would you have snapped the hand off for seven points from those last three games before we played? One yes. Joshua, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but you can also argue the fact that it's one point gained as well because at the end of the day, we didn't completely steamroll Southampton. No. They were in it just as much as they, as we were. They had mm. more shots on target than us. You know, it's, yeah, they did. Do you know what I mean? It's, yes, it's two points dropped, but it's also one point gained in equal measures. And it's yeah. got to be. The stats, I mean, we, we can you can talk about XG and we had slightly better XG and all that. So that doesn't interest me. But shots and shots on target, shots face does. I tell you yeah. what, you say XG, XG. They had a couple of chances where I mean, I think I think it was the um, Shea Adams had a couple of chances in where he, where he'd, if he, if he'd have got a better connection, they they probably should have been two or three up themselves at some mm. points. Well, there was a great save from Meslier and a, and yeah, a great yeah. clearance yeah. from Stuart Dallas. Then, like you know, <clears throat> yeah. But well, like you know, a couple of tackles from Coops <clears throat> as well in there. Yeah, he's been getting yeah. some shade as well as Melier. What do we think about his? Uh, I mean, I know obviously stats you've mentioned some of when you were talking about Southampton, but what do you reckon to his uh, lack of save versus Wal Prowse? Is it just a master kick um, from Prowse, or is it a big mistake from Melier? <sighs> I, I said obviously previous just to let you know Liverpool had out turn up in the uh, Stadio de Luz. Uh, against Benfica, they were like the cruising through to the uh, Champions League semi-finals. I just think it's a top bin free kick. I think people say that he's too far over to his right hand side. Look at the save he made in the first half. I can't remember who it was from. Yeah. Was it from Eldy Nusi uh, in the first half? He, he got down to his left hand side when he uh, the player turned him. A fantastic save that, and he keeps us in the games. And the he's goal- yeah, the problem with the goalkeeper is you're always going to get. Criticise if you make a mistake because other positions are playing. If a midfielder gives the ball away, they don't get so much criticised. I think <laughs> Melier has, has a brilliant season. It's not his fault we are where we are. The problem we've had with Leeds, and I said this on, on Hospital Radio on Saturday, we've not had a settled back four. And familiarity breeds contempt. And now I'm hoping towards the back of the season with Coop, I thought Coops was magnificent on Saturday. I have yeah. to say, I thought it was like he'd never been away. Uh, don't, don't let Jay say that because he's a Cooper ambassador. Absolutely brilliant. Sadio Mane for Liverpool's got the second goal, uh, by the way, for the Cop Heights. But yeah, I, I think Melia's been a bit unlucky that he's learning, he's, he's still young, and people forget that Clarkson's actually older than Melia. And, and is he like, really? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he is. Who? Uh, I'm sure someone said that. Classen. Well, someone just check that for me. I just want to. I'm going to fact check that. I'm just supposed to know this thing. <laughs> right? You've got like when you close your eyes and you got like Matrix shit going down, <laughs> down your eyes. All the scores in my head. I don't get all the ages in my head. Uh, to be fair, I think you're right. Stats. I think we signed him when he was 21 already. Yeah. What's Classen's first name? Christopher. Christopher. I thought. Yeah. Uh, I, I think. The problem is, with football fans in general, they always look for a reason for why a goal has been scored. Sometimes, hold your hands up, and like I did on Saturday, that free kick from James Ward-Prowse was brilliant. All right, Bremner, of course. What's your thoughts on the free kick, Carl? Uh, I just want to point out Alison and Marty's point there. I think that's a great, uh, that's a great, a great shout. Yeah. Uh, even if it's just a journeyman, just to have him 
you know, someone reliable to to just mould Meslier a bit. But with the going back to the free kick, um, Smarty, I like I I saw I think it was on Match of the Day two or something that Ward Prowse is only two two free kicks off David Beckham's record in the Premier League. Yeah. So when you think about that, you think about the goalkeepers he scored against over the last. That's only in the last three years, yeah. four years. And how long was Beckham in the Premier League? So you look yeah. at the keepers that he scored against, um, yeah. and they've all conceded the same type of goal against yeah, them. If Mesley is further if, over, so sorry, just yeah. if, you look, if you look at this, some like you like you were saying, if you look at some of the videos that he has scored against, the keepers are standing in the same position, and some yeah. of them, even some of the uh, goals conceded, go down to the left hand side that they're standing next to. Ah, oh, Smarty, you're reading yeah. my mind, man. You're reading my mind. Yeah. So you never know when it's going. <laughs> If it had taken yeah. a step, if he obviously gets some shit for taking not taking enough steps to the right, takes any more to the right, he sees less of the ball, and, and Ward Prowse puts it in the other corner. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Meslier is eight months older than Clarsen, by the way. Meslier's really? eight months, literally. Same age, right. well, near enough, same age. So, and what the point that uh, Carl's made, Alison and Martin, if you get an experienced goalkeeper in just to learn the trade, I think that would help massively. But it yeah. also put uh, like we've what got I've one. Said, what I've said previously uh, about our left back situation, like we've no one putting pressure on Furpo for that position, so he's never going to get to a level that he's expected to get to. It's, I am not. This isn't a, a dig at Meslier at all. Like I think he should have an older keeper as a backup. So that he can, like, um, having maybe like a Rob Green knocking about in the, yeah, in the or, 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 or a Lonigan or the coaching like badges that. or something like that. So yeah, yeah, coming out of the time and then maybe you know wanting to do a bit of coaching and trying yeah. to get on. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, like, and, yeah, I think we go on. Sorry, Macal. Sorry, I, I, I just think it'd benefit him in the long run because you never see such a young keeper in there without someone who's at least in their thirties mm -hmm. on the bench. Mm -hmm. Scott There's Carson, usually someone within that squad, no. yeah, like say Scott Carson or someone yeah. within that squad who has just literally been tipped or pushed over the over the edge, and the new kids coming through. But you've still yeah. got that older generation, that older that older head, so to speak. So, someone you who's know, not afraid to sit there. on the bench every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah we oh, we spoke about we spoke about this in in length early on in the season. I don't know if any of you remember, but um, we also touched upon it in Brady and Coke the other day about the amount of of. Of, of players that we've that we've let go, you know, with with that with that experience in terms mm. of you know, Berardi, Alioski, uh, Hernandez, Kiko Xia gone out on loan as well. Um, you look at the amount of experience, the wealth of experience that's actually gone out, and and the level that those guys have played at, and then almost we've had we've had the changing of the guard almost had to happen immediately with with yeah, with yeah. with you know Dallas, uh, Ailin. Uh, KP all having to take those real senior leadership type roles almost almost near on immediately and that that's quite a transition to make when you're in the yeah. Premier League to, to have so yeah. many so many players that, have, that that are so important to the club um, yeah. move up and move on uh, and not replace them um, so yeah I think I think what I'm definitely lacking is something that we definitely lacked all season it is is leaders uh, especially with Cooper been, um, and Phillips been out for such. Such long periods and Bamford, you can put Bamford in that bracket yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I mean, we could we could probably talk a little bit more about this um, when we do the Twitter poll results because there. Is, I mean, obviously, there's been a massive shift with that. I'll I'll let Carl do that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but that just just looking at um, Luke. Sorry, not not sorry, not you, Alison. <laughs> Apologies, uh, Luke. What do we think about Robin Koch possibly leaving? We'll we'll discuss that um, in a little in a bit. Moment. 
Um, but so, anything else on the Southampton game? Overall, I mean, overall, I know it was, it was good. Brady and Cook, anyway. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It was a good episode with uh, Gillian Luke and yep. Big Lou, I believe. Big Lou made an appearance. Big Lou. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty good. So, uh, we'll move on to the poll. Twitter poll results. And Carl, the floor is yours, my friend. All right, more enthusiasm. So each week we ask the listeners <laughs> to choose the. Hey, he's got, hang on, hang like on, he's got more. It's like it's like some dulcet tone. Yeah. Is, is it? So the following. It sounds like the chef. It sounds like the Sheffield to King's Cross here, giving off fifty tones. <laughs> I got I got fierce abuse for being so fucking mad today. So from the following, are we rushing players back from injury? Is our form good or have we had lucky results? Has Rodrigo had his Weedabix? Who comes and who goes in the summer? Uh, with 15% a Rob Price fast track. With 18% good old, good form old chap, 18%. And Weedabix was 19%. And please, for the love of God, sign someone, uh, was 48%. So, yeah, you started off, you started off well, really enthusiastic. Yeah, well, you're not. And then, as you started reading, it was like, and then I went to the shop for some chips, and then I went to get some vinegar. <laughs> that's, that's because he threw me completely off me shit. No, but it's, ah, um, no, we did, to be fair, that was unfair. I apologize. So, like I even said it before we started, that I was going to try and be a bit more enthusiastic. Don't be dicks. With 48%, please, for the love of God, sign someone. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Luke first for this one uh, because uh, your namesake in the comments brought up uh, the, the Robin Cock scenario. Uh, so uh, I'd like to maybe go to you first for this one. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's been uh, peppered around social media today, hasn't it? Um, that cock is available, um, cock out, and all this sort of stuff. And, uh, <laughs> um, I don't believe there's much truth in it. I think it's probably a little bit of slow news day, paper talk. I think I think I'd probably agree with Luke. To be fair, in terms of in terms of value to the squad and team moving forward, I think for Leeds United, I think I think Cox's worth more more to us with his uh, with his age um, and his ability to play in in more than one position um, and his current probably probably his current skill level as well. I think I think I think I'd rather keep old Cox. Likewise, love it. Bloody family uh, show. Keep that filth <laughs> out of your mouth. Uh, then, 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 then oh. if, if I was to choose between the two, <laughs> it said stats on a working vendor there. Hot <laughs> mouth here. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> no, you're all right. I, I, I think what we're well, long and short is, um, if I had to pick between the two, I'd rather keep keep all the cook uh, over Lorente, but I can't see why we'd have only signed Lorente for for two seasons. Um, I think if we were to sell them both, we'd probably get more money for Lorente now as well. Uh, and he's made a biscuit, so <laughs> well, who knows? Um, I think we're in a good position with when it comes to centre backs as well. Just based on this one position, when you look at the the youth that stepped in this year in Hielda and, and Cresswell, uh, then we've obviously got Captain Coops. We've got um, 
got Struick as, as well. So we're, we're quite blessed in that department uh, when everybody's fit. Um, so, yeah, I don't think we should be letting letting Cock go is, is probably the, the short answer for me. All right, so you, you don't want to be short on Cock next season, so... Um... Absolutely. Like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm big cock. I'm big on cock. He loves, he loves cock. I love stats, cock. stats. You're, you're grimacing there, man. I'm going to come to you next, and uh, I'm going to ask what, you what your I opinion is. This, this topic is actually hard to discuss until we know what league we're in next season. Because I'm oh, guessing. Bloody hell. Kick him off, quick! Having <laughs> <laughs> any of that chuffing? Bloody hell! What's going on here? Get out, pessimism. <laughs> But it, no, what I'm saying is they'll have two lists. The, they'll have a list to stay in the Premier League, which I think they will. And I'm not trying to tempt fate there. I think they will stay up. And they'll have a list if worse comes to worse, end up in the Championship. I think for me, and taking the positive side of it, that we do stay in the Premier League, I think it's vital that we add to the squad rather than let players go. There will be, of course, question marks over Rafinha because obviously he's uh, valued to the squad and what we bought him for. And with, with Barcelona sniffing around. Don't believe anything Fabrizio Romano says because I think you need to take that with a pinch of salt. Uh, there will be interest with him, of course. There'll probably interest in Calvin Phillips, of course. But I think it's imperative to learn the lessons from this season to, to make sure we're not in this position next season, so to speak. And if we do have the injuries, we've got people to come in. That's taking nothing away from likes of Cresswell, Helder, Gelhart, who have come in and been absolutely fantastic this season. I just think you need a bigger squad to compete at the top end of the Premier League. And I think Jesse Marsh is probably aware of that and he'll have his own ideas. There'll obviously be the rumours with Arneson coming in uh, in the summer ahead of the World Cup, of course, in uh, in Qatar in December, November, December time. So, yeah, I think it's imperative we keep as much as we can. I do think Rafinha will go. I just think it's the nature of the beast. But unfortunately, I think Cock will end up staying. I think Lorenzo will end up staying. And I think the interesting thing for me is this summer, and I think uh, Smarty rightly said there, you're having a bit of a changing of the guard because Coops, Dallas, Ailing, they're not getting any younger, are they? And they've probably got two seasons left, do you reckon, in them? And Might then. Carl had written, they're pretty much uh, thrown, thrown um, Ailing to the dogs when he turned 29. <laughs> if he were a doggy, they'd probably take him to be put down. Gosh. But what I'm saying, footballers don't go on forever, do they? And they'll come that point. But I think Lee's already looking at that with the likes of Helder and Cresswell at the centre of defence. Possibly Cody Drama coming back has been absolutely fantastic. A card for another got swanned on uh, on Saturday against the Swans uh, at the Cal City Stadium. But yeah, there's food for thought. It's been an interesting summer, and I think they'll be aware of what positions that, that they need to fill uh, over over the next four or five months. And I think also coming into question that the ownership as well uh, will Radrizani hand over full control to the 49ers or not? So yeah, imperative for me will keep the nucleus of the players so you can carry on building and building for next season. Mm. Cool. Thanks, uh, Luke. Or sorry, Smarty. Um, with what uh, stats has said there about the youth coming through and how positive it's all been with them, you know, with Cresswell and Helda, and then you've got Joffy and all them. Uh, Art has already come out and said that they're going to try and build on the same kind of model with the youth and stuff like that. Do you think how the youth have performed when they've come in this year? Do you think is that going to have a massive impact on how we spend in the summer? I'm going to go with I'm 50-50, yes and no. Nice. Um, I think that they've impressed when they've been um, called upon 
However, to take this club forward, uh, we drastically need better players. Um, we've been caught short really badly this season and we've not strengthened in any way, shape or form, really. Um, and we've we've missed massive opportunities to do so. We need we need more midfielders. We need a, we certainly need another another striker, um, and we also need potentially cover for Phillips. Now there is an argument for obviously Lewis Bate and a couple of the uh, youth academy guys to step into that sort of position and, and and obviously you know work at that position because you are going to get a quality sort of center, central uh, defensive midfielder to come in and sit on a bench behind Calvin Phillips. It's not going to happen. So if you've got someone in in the t- well, in my opinion, if you've got someone in the team that can do that, then then great. Um, but we don't want to be in another position where we're missing Calvin Phillips for another three months because that's that were also a killer. It, it's one of them, isn't it? I mean, we do need quality. We don't want to be skirting with you know with the depths of the Premier League again. If that's if we do stay up, I'm pretty certain we will. I'm not. I'm not a half glass empty sort of guy. I'm definitely uh, feeling more positive, especially after the last couple of performances. Whether or not people think they've been <laughs> lucky or not, they still wins. They've still got points on the table and the momentum, and, and now obviously the morale and everything in the teams it's boosted and it's we're doing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's got to count for more than than a lot of other stuff. So, but no, I, I mean. I mean, I know a lot of people have written off Cody Drama and stuff like that, but it'd be interesting to see how he performs when he comes back in the summer under under Marsh. Uh, like, say, Brendan Aronson, he's rumoured to come in. Will Rafinha go? Who knows? Um, hopefully not, but, you know, if he had to I go... I think he will. He might do, and he probably will do. Um, that Fabrizio Romano, I'm, I'm a bit unsettled with him. I don't know whether... It, personal terms have been agreed and all that sort of stuff. He really shouldn't be saying shit like that. I mean, is it, I don't know whether Barcelona gave him a bit of cash and said, here, start some rumours, uh, yeah. start the old rumour mill going or whatever. I'm pretty certain people like him with as much clout and as much influence and, and you know, in the social uh, networking and stuff that he's got. Yeah. He probably could start stirring the pot and, you know, lo and behold, he ends up going, uh, you know, he might go to Barcelona, he might go to somewhere else, but he probably will end up moving. But if you were to give me the choice between Rafinha and Phillips, it'd be Phillips all day long. Yeah, 100%. I think, and I'm pretty certain 99.9% of the fan base would do as well. Um, but yeah, striker for me, massively. Yeah, because we don't know if Bamford's going to be the same striker he was last season. Next season, we don't know what he's going to be. We might, he might even be, he might not even be here, he might be sold. You don't know, dear. So, we, we definitely need yeah. to improve in the striking area. Um, good, good point here from Alison and Martin. Um, good point here, just coming from from Alison and Mike. I don't know who's I don't know who's controlling their iPad tonight. It, it, they, they tend to switch it up, so um, <laughs> it, it's a real good point. I think I think one of the things we're going to benefit from in in the summer with with Marsh if he's still here and we do stay in the Premier League, which I'm 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 quietly confident we will, um, is that the recruitment will be. A lot more, a lot more structured. I think. I, th- I don't think it'll be a case of us going after one player and and one player only, like we did with Aronson, like we did with Dan James. And I think there's going to be a number of options for every everywhere. Um, and because he seems to like to work with a, a slightly more dynamic, bigger, bigger squad uh, in comparison to to, to Marcelo, um, I think it could be quite a busy window for me. Mm. I, I just want to go back to Smarty's point about Rafinha. Um, with it being like, because it's not exactly a World Cup year, right? Hi, so he's 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 doing one half of the year with Leeds. Then he's got yeah. to upstate, <laughs> uproot his life, move to Barcelona. What if he doesn't settle in at Barcelona and play as well as he is for us, and he misses out on his World Cup opportunity? 
that could be very neglectful from his agent at the end of the day. I think if a player is settled coming into a World Cup year, well, a World Cup six months essentially, you know, then I, I, I personally, as an agent, I wouldn't be moving him. What if he misses that argument? His value goes down. There's an argument against that. Well, what if we get relegated? Yeah, if we get relegated, he's gone. That's his career. That's gonna, you know. Obviously, causing but, him a lot of issues with regards to playing internationally and all that sort of stuff. You don't get yeah. many uh, Brazilian internationals that play, you know, in championship there, and he won't do. Obviously, oh no, no, he won't. Like if we go down, he's gone. Hmm. But I think if we stay up, in relation to where, like, when we stay up, yeah, what did I say? If. I said when. If. Oh, sorry, when? Um, when? When we stay up? Cool, when? When we stay up? Yes. Cool, when? But you can see how you can see how close he is with everyone and stuff like that. So, it, to me, if I was in his Deco's position, if we don't go down, when we don't go down, is that Ivan? Ivan. Ivan. But anyway, yeah. If, if, if we don't go down, I think it's it's a it's a stupid decision to leave with f- five months till the World Cup. If you don't settle in into a new place, you don't do. You're I think the World Cup squad's already picked. To be honest with you, Carl, I think he's already made that world. Providing he stays fit and healthy, he goes to the World Cup regardless. For me, yeah. Well, if we get relegated, what what's he done to deserve that place? Like, you know what I mean? That's the way I'm looking at it. Well, it's not it's not necessarily his performances for us. He's been absolutely outstanding when every time he's played for Brazil. Yeah, but he's done the I same. Know, I was going to, I was going to come on to this. Do you, mm. How do you think he's performing a minute, Rafinha? Oli, he's shit. He's been our worst player. Yeah, fucking hell! Set so up the goal on Saturday. No fucking about there. What do you reckon, mm. Luke? Uh, what do you reckon, Carl? <laughs> Who? Carl. Me. Um, <clears throat> I think he's been very hot and cold. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I I think he's. Uh, I think since his first Brazil World Cup or his first Brazil call up, his performances have dipped quite dramatically. I think they haven't been. I know he's he set up the goal on Saturday, like, but yeah. like, still been all, all right. Hasn't it? But I think by his yeah, standards, it's more than more than anything. I think it's because yeah. we expect so much from him. And he's yeah. such a class player on his day. We ex- the expectation is so high, and he's just not living up to that for me. But the other thing is as well, we have to understand that like when Meslier got the ball on Saturday, everyone was like, Fuck it, get it out, get it out, Dallas is out there. It's like, but that's not the style we're playing anymore, lads. <laughs> yeah, apart from the pass and the assist. Yeah, apart from the pass and the assist and the goals, he's been shit. Yeah, but like he's like the same for Rafinha is the same for the whole team. And us as fans, when Meslier gets that ball and we're like we see Dallas, he's he's gone into a Bielsa position out the wing where he wants the ball. That's not how we play now. And the sooner people understand that that's not how we play now, they'll get off Meslier's back. The Rap <laughs> is, is is playing in a brand new system now as well. He's not he's not been indoctrinated into the Bielsa system over the period of time that he had with Bielsa. <laughs> yeah. What the right fuck is wrong with that? Like, great words. Right words. Never heard of it. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 indoctrinated. indoctrinated. Yeah. Is that in, indoctrined? 
Indoctrinated. Oh, I don't fucking know, man. It's a fucking word. Yeah. But it, word for a podcast about Lee's anyway. He hasn't had that time to... I think he means... Fucking in, fucking tickles over here. It comes... It come, it's, it's the verb for the word indoctrinate, and it means to teach a person or group to accept a set of beliefs uncritically. There you go. So I was right. Let's go the thesaurus. Um, but the thing is, like, I, I'd imagine if we, when we stay up, I keep saying if, I don't know why the fuck I say that, yeah, but when we stay up, um, like if, 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 if the system, like they all seem to believe in the system. So if he has a period of time where he's, he's understanding it and, and getting used to it more then what's, what's the fucking stop him doing anything like? It's like brainwashing <laughs> for thick football. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think you're right. I'm not talking about it. I mean, I think he's like like Lou said, he's just not been as not necessarily consistent. I mean, you still expect something to come from Rafinha because he's an absolute quality player in it. Yeah, but he's not been performing to the quite the high levels that he's set in first half of season for me. um, You know, obviously he has been scored and he has been assisting and all that sort of stuff. But there's just just something not missing. His spark seems to have. Been dulled slightly, shall we say? Just really quickly before I move on from this hot this poll topic, smarty. Yeah. Uh, just in the comments there, I've had a couple of people speaking about uh, how much we might spend. Uh, Brenda's ghost mentioned he thinks it might be about 120 million, and Alison and Marty, Alison's agreed. Is that surely that's going to be based on who we let leave and for how much? But don't forget about the um, the investment that the 49ers. I mean, however minimal that was. There will be further investment should they take over the last 48, uh, sorry, 50 some percent or whatever it is remaining. There will be more investment in the summer, surely, as well. Given the fact that we've already had previous investment that we did absolutely nothing with when we were absolutely screaming for half a squad in in, at Christmas. The one thing I'd be afraid of coming up now is that the fact that. They said, "Oh, when we secure safety after two years, or or the thir- they start building the stand, and then they don't invest in the squad, that'd be my only worry, you know, because they've they've they've." It gets me about- a season ticket. I couldn't give a shite. It's no fucking. I don't think it'll come out. Of the that won't come out of the pocket. So there'll be investment. There'll be money from. Nah, that's from set. That's set to one side. There'll, there'll be all sorts of sponsors. Will be sponsors. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. No, hold on a second. No, you're. T- I was just going to talk about sponsors. You're not going to change that to something else when it's the John Charles stand. You can't do that. There's no. No, way. but you can have a massive fucking sponsor saying. They'll do what yeah, they want. I don't know. Vagisil or something like that. You know. Yeah, you, but. That, that, that you know, it's like it's only going to be like uh, his sense or whatever the fuck that name is. I can't. His sense. It, that's what it is. His sense. His sense or whatever the fuck it is. Mumpai. It's going to be like that. Yeah, but it's going to be like that. And how much is someone going to pay for that on the side of a stand? Like they're not going to pay for the price of a fucking stand. Like. Well, then they would have paid for more. Yeah, well, they would have paid for. Leeds fans are kicked off. These people these people who extend like bloody Liverpool and Emirates and all that sort of stuff. Do you think they've just dipped into the skyrocket and got here? Yeah, there's fucking 50 million off your, off your Make pot. In fact, it'd be probably even more than that one, 100, 150 million or something. Yeah, yeah, but you know. That, that, I can't see that happening. They need to properly establish themselves as a Premier League team yeah. and get, you know, get, you know, mid-table consistently before they even think about extending the chumps. Well, they said two, three years, man. Like That's you said. Bad, 
it's only takes a couple of relegations and a couple of seasons in the championship should it happen and half a fan base will fucking disappear again. And then Luke will be able to get a season ticket. No problem whatsoever. Boy, that's not going to happen. So fuck off, Luke. You're not having a season ticket. You can have mine when I can't go. The Vadgers will stand. The Vadgers stand. I tell you what, at least you'll be able to get into it easy. Easier than the West Ham. And it'll smell nice. Oh, Christ. Anyway, I'm going to move us on. We're going to have a couple of words from our partners. Not that no better excited to announce a new partnership. Three Retro is the retro football shop. Three Retro was born from the love of the game, from historical nights from the cold terrace, and from the love of vintage shirts of a bygone era. Find the referral link and discount code in our social media accounts and in the comments and descriptions of our to know better podcast recordings for a 10% discount on the full range. Yeah, I absolutely properly thought that, didn't I? Yeah, brain fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, I clicked on, uh, clicked on wrong link then. Um, when the sorry, referees are pain in the ass, use prep, prep H. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my fuck off, you little dwarf. Yeah, get, get, get some of these. Get get some of these real funny, uh, funny names. What we could have on the side of the stands and why? Let's get some funny names on there. Come on, come on, Jay. You're you're yeah. not funny. Let's get some of yours in. You're not funny. <laughs> yeah. He'll so. He'll be all right in his cheese wedge still. He won't move from his cheese wedge, will he? He's got yellow pages in there. Yeah. Uh, right, we're going to move on to the Watford game. This weekend's Watford game. Yeah. Everyone looking forward to it. They're not playing too well. Um, what are your thoughts, Stats? How are we going to go down there? I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's a massive opportunity to finally pull away uh, from the bottom three, obviously. Tomorrow night we've got Burnley Everton and we'll have a better idea of what it looks like uh, after that. Somebody's got Carl up. I've no idea what, what he's laughing at. Uh, I, I, I think it's a brilliant opportunity to go to Vicarage Road. Look, they're a team that haven't won that many. They've changed the manager. They brought, I think they've changed the manager twice, haven't they, this season? So they brought Roy Hodgson in, the sack the manager after the Leeds game back in October. And it's an opportunity to go and get a second double of the season after the Norwich uh, double, 2-1 and 2-1. So... Yeah, I think Ishmael Shah is probably their danger man. If you stop him, I think you can stop Watford. They were unlucky at Anfield over the weekend, but it gives Leeds an ample opportunity. The three unbeaten, seven points from nine. If you can get a positive result uh, in Hertfordshire on uh, on Saturday afternoon, I think it'll go a long, long way to securing Premiership uh, status for next season. Hmm. Luke, do you think we make any changes? We're going to stick with the same squad. Um, what are your thoughts? Um... Going to get Phillips and Cooper playing together from the off. I, fa- I, fa- I fancy Phillips will start. I think he'll. Uh, I think if he's if he's if he's in a position where he can play sort of thirty odd minutes, I reckon he might start for the first half and see how he is at half time on uh, on Saturday. Um, so so yeah, I think I think obviously Watford aren't great, man, but they beat they beat. Did they beat Villa comfortably, and then and Southampton as well recently in the sort of over the last five or six games? I think I think they've you know they, 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 they beat Southampton they beat, away, yeah, and they beat Villa as at home, didn't they? Yeah, that, that was right back in the open day of the season. No, they've played Villa more recent than that. Yeah, but you look at Southampton; they've had they've had a couple of good results, and then they've gone to shit as well. You know, it's it's yin and yang, isn't it? You know, Dan, unless you're in that big six or whatever you want to call them. You know, teams seem to be not really that consistent. Sorry, sorry, Smart. They want to Villa Park. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they want to Villa Park. 
Yeah, so um, so yeah, look, they're, they're, they're attacking wise, they're a dangerous side. They've got you know Emmanuel Dennis, they've got uh, like say Ishmael Asar, um, that uh, Gucho or Hernandez book man, he Hernandez. got that bicycle kick. Got to be careful Hernandez. because I made a mistake with someone's name a few weeks ago. Well, I, I, that's why I didn't say his first name because it's Hernandez. I said I wouldn't call my arse. I just go with Hernandez. No, that's what. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. Um, no, you're all right, mate. You're all right. I've got all night, me. Um, but yeah, it's just look, they've th- that Pedro started playing all right for him. Cucho Hernandez, you've got attacking move going forward. Then they're not a bad side, but I mean, it's just defensively they're 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 all over. They're absolutely shit defensively. So if we go there and have a go at them, I think we'll have more chance of beating them. If we go and sit back and invite them on because they're at home, I think we could be in a bit of trouble, you know, against Watford. Um, no, go on, mate. I was just going to say, I, I hope we don't sit back just because we're playing away at Watford, like you were saying there. If we sit back, we're fucked. But I hope yeah. we don't do that. Like, mm. yeah, I think, I think more importantly to in this game is is not to lose because if they pick up three points and get a bit of momentum, yeah, a bit of um, that's that's what that, that that's really what we don't want uh, at this stage of the season. Just exactly, uh, pretty much what Alison and Matt, Alison just said there. Happy with a point. It's a must not lose. A point to us. It, it's more. It's more about not three to them. Do you know what I mean? In, in this type of fixture. Um, so yeah, I'd be happy with a point. I think we're still good enough. To, I think we're good enough to beat them. Um, but but yeah, look, I'm a little bit. I am. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit nervous about it. Yeah, I'm I'm not a hundred percent about it myself because they've pulled out a few fluke results. Like I was just looking at their uh, their form over the last few games. It's not great, like, but they're beating the teams that they need to beat. Rather, yeah. you know, and I I think that 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 that's kind of worrying when you when you look at it. Like yeah, obviously the last let's, let's, let's look at the table though. They've played thirty, they've won six. We've played thirty-one, we've won seven. You know, it's hmm. there's still eight points behind us. Yeah, with a game in hand, but fucking hell, we we can't be going into this game shivering like a shiting dog. We've got to take it oh, to him, yeah. like you said. We can't be too defensive. We've got to be absolutely on the front foot. I think an early win, uh, an early win. I think an early goal seals it for me. I really do against this sort of team because mm. once we've got our tails up, I mean, it's it's difficult to say in these current times because obviously changing management and all that sort of stuff. But historically, once we've got our tails up, we are very, very hard to beat, even against the best sides. Um, it, it's unfortunate. I mean, I don't know if uh, Gellart's... How, how injured is Gellart? Do we know? Said is, he fit, uh, is he going to be fit for weekend, do we reckon? I think he will be personally, but see what uh, yeah, what Rob Price says and what Jesse says on I think Thursday for the press conference. If we've got Dan James, Rodrigo, Rafinha, Harrison attacking their shit defense, I mean it's got to count for something. If we can get some goals in against a, a very stout defense at Wolves, then friggin' hell, we've got we've got to take it to them. We cannot sit back. We've got to. We we are probably. Well, we are the informed team. I don't know why. Aqua, obviously, Luke's been banging on about on. Twitter. Hey, hey, careful! Um, but yeah, we, we're we're informed at the minute. We've we've got our tails up, and we're you know, and we're doing all right. We need to take it to them. I think you're right, man. I think if we if we if we don't start the way we started at home at the weekend, I I'll, I'll be very nervous. Mm. Honestly, I think it's, we should. It's, it's not like a nice place said, to go either, man. Yeah, like you said, no. man. 
if we don't go at them from the start, it's going to be a very kind of kind of. I don't game, feel a bit more confident with the defense at the minute. I do feel oh, that yeah. we are more solid and, and and better structured at the back, especially with Cooper coming back into the fold as well. I think we'll do better. I, I'm not. If it were Bielsa team, I'd be a little bit. Oh shit! This could be. This could be interesting. Mm. But. Yeah, I think uh, we're a bit more assured at the back now, so I'm a bit more confident going in it from a defensive point of view, definitely. Stats, what are your thoughts, mate? I'm quite confident. I think, as you know, having Cooper back has made a massive difference. I think he brought back the leadership. That's something against, against Bill, because it's linked him brilliantly in his, in, in his absence. I think Cal will probably start, and I think we can we can go down there and uh, and go there with confidence. You're just saying that they've won six, we've won seven. They've really got to go for the win of Watford because basically mm. they're almost in the last chance saloon where they're playing an opposition in us that are in the bottom five and they'll see it as an opportunity. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. It's the points. I'd rather have points on the board than, than games in hand because if you've got points on the board, it then puts a the pressure on the teams below us that have got the games in hand. And I'll also always allude to a game in 92 that Man United had a stack in hand when Leeds won the league and they went to bottom the league West Ham on on a midweek in April and uh, uh, lost 1-0 and, and gave Leeds initiative to win the title, which they did. So, uh, just going back to the... what I, I think Leeds will win there on, on Saturday. I think it's an ample opportunity. Uh, it's the last Saturday 3 o'clock of the season. Uh, we've only won one of the 3 o'clock on a Saturday this season. Ironically, against Watford back at Allen Road uh, through Diego Llorente's goal. And yeah, I fancy on Saturday. I think seven points from nine has been a really good return. And I think we'll make it 10 from 12 from five o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, very good. So speaking about predictions then, what predictions are we going to put on the ball? I'm going to take some obviously notes of these because, you know, Gilly will have to do something with... Water, no better predictions. Gilly will have to do something with his predictions league at some point. Um, so, <laughs> Carl, let's start from top left. Top right, you daft twat. Top left is A-locked. Yeah, yeah, top, well, top. That's Carl. <laughs> top left. Ready? Right, go on, mate. Top left, top right. It whatever. feels go. like an episode of the fucking Brady Bunch. I'm not... Hey, do you remember Zap? Where they used to point? I love Zap. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy dares you. <laughs> go on. Give us a prediction. Uh, no. no. Don't be a twat. Just give no. us a prediction. Absolutely not. Don't be, don't be a bitch. Carl? You're a bitch. Uh, <laughs> give, us a, give us a prediction. Well, it's uh, it's Grand National uh, weekend uh, this Saturday. Leeds have only ever lost one top-flight game in the Premier League on Grand National weekend, and that was at home to Middlesbrough in season 95-96 when Lucas Radovi went in goal. And I don't see Leeds following the final hurdle uh, to put a pun in there. Uh, they'll jump over all the fences and they'll come away with a 2 one victory. <laughs> You were waiting all night for that kind of one. Fucking loves it, doesn't he? Fucking is. He's probably got it on a board behind the screen now. He's got it laminated. What were you predicting, Sorry, Stats? You blew me away. Two one leads. Yeah. Luke, what's your prediction, mate? Um. So I too looking forward to to the Grand National. I'm looking forward to watching um Jim Franco Zola ride uh Peter Crouch. Over the chair and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, basically, I think I think we will be. I'm still relatively nervous, but I think we'll be. I'm gonna go for a uh, two-one leads win. Two-one leads. Everyone's going two-one leads. I am also going to go two-one leads. 
this weekend. I know, and I know that Bremner's Ghost had predicted two one uh, as well. Way, way, way before anyone. No, no, no. Bremner's Ghost, uh, man, you need to check back there. It's like the fourth comment or something. He was in there with it. He got in there right early with two one. Yeah, two one lead. <laughs> Like up, fucking, as soon as we started talking about chuffing Watford, 2 1, 2 one, it was straight in two there. 2 1, 2 1. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go fans' predictions 2 1 as well. Oh, that's no good for get... me, though, because I need to catch them. <clears throat> that's the original prediction, then. I'm changing my prediction. Go on, then. 3 1 leads. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> right. I hope fans get it, because that means I get some <laughs> more points as well. Um, right, okay. I believe you have um, a couple of bits to talk about the competition. But firstly, uh, you may have seen on Twitter that we've been uh, anchoring and, and begging and pleading for more subscribers so we can pass the 500 mark. And we have done. So thank you to everyone who's subscribed lately. And obviously those that have stuck by us uh, from, from the beginning. It wasn't... It's It's been weird, hasn't it? I, I don't know about you, lads, but it would just... You know, to, to go from having a bit of a chinwag about Leeds on a Zoom call to someone saying, oh, we should do a podcast. And then people <laughs> liking it and it, it just snowballed and it's, it's just mental. I'm not sure anybody likes it. I mean, I won't go that far. Some but... people probably <laughs> like it. We're I like just giving Jay abuse, to be honest. I mean, that's all I say, <laughs> not for really. But uh, but no, it's, uh, it's it's been great. But uh, thank you to everyone who subscribes and supporting us. You know, it, it means a lot. Uh, a few of us have been recognised. Not me yet, thankfully. But uh, I know Luke has United, Luke and uh, and Carl and a few <laughs> of them. Everyone knows stats and everyone knows uh, Midget J. Yeah, so that's that's nice. But uh, I believe you've got some competition stuff to discuss, Mister Minchel. Yeah. So basically, what the competition was, we had we had two of the uh, the lilac uh, lean shirts to give away as part of the competition, and we just said we were going to give them away to two random. Um, YouTube subscribers. Uh, so I, I've literally just thrown all our subscribers into a, a name generator type thing. It's just thrown two names out. So the, the two winners' names are jotted them down. And it's a shame we don't have a drum roll he, thing, innit? Cheers, stats. The winner number one was Jakey Carter 88. So if that is you, give us a shout on a DM or whatever you want. And then the second one, I don't know if this is their actual name or if it was their YouTube name, but it's just come across as, as Leon Heppel. Leon Heppel. The second winner. So, so there are two winners, Jakey Carter, 88, and Leon Heppel. Are you two winners of the shirts? Congratulations. Um, uh, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well Thank if you, you want to get in touch... Get in touch and we'll uh, we'll get make sure with those get get posted out to you. Yeah. Um, you might get it yeah, in next season. We've got we've oh, obviously yeah. got a few more bits and things pieces we need to be doing uh, in terms of competitions and and giveaways. This one's gone on for quite a while because I think when we started it we had about three hundred and fifty subscribers. Um, and uh, yeah, so over the past month or two, uh, we've we've obviously jumped up to to five hundred, which has been really 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 nice yeah. of you all. It's been really kind <clears> and yeah, it's been good. Yeah, yeah. to be recognised recognised as a as a, as United Luke once or twice in Leicester uh, was 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 nice as well. I'd fully deserved as well. Uh, I'm gonna like, like any, you know, anyone else has uh, made a cock up like that live um, <laughs> on a podcast or like that, you know, saying uh, certain sort of names or whatever. Um, but like that brings us really on to any other news. I don't know if any of you've got anything One else. One thing I just wanted to talk there. about really quickly before we do feck off is uh, it was a message that came in earlier from, from Alison actually. Um, 
a side note, more games changing. Flights booked, they're coming over from Ireland uh, or Northern Ireland, if I remember right. I think it's Northern Ireland, actually. More flights booked and having to rearrange for the Brighton game. Not amused. So this has obviously happened. I mean, we know we know Sky like to fuck about the fixture list, don't we, and everything. But but when we've got when we've got fans coming over from from Ireland and Scandinavia to you know for Palace game at the weekend and uh, which is only two two and a, two and a half weeks time, yeah, you know, exactly. something needs to be, we need to be started to make a stand and and doing something about this. Uh, it's beyond beyond the joke. I've had a couple of people um, mention it. A couple of the Scandinavians online, Twitter, <clears throat> that had booked their hotels in London. Yeah. You know, they've booked, they've booked flights and it's now been changed on Monday night at 8 o'clock when they just simply can't make it. I think uh, I, I, I think the club should have put their foot down with that. That's far too much. What shock. can they do, though? They, what they can they do? They, 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 they have to fucking bend over. They can't go, no, we're not doing it. Right, well, you forfeit your game then. The thing is, you know, it, 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 it's in the Sky rules that they give two months' notice is the minimum they give. Why have they all of a sudden gone for two and a half weeks? That's bollocks, know. man. Even for know, two months. Maybe we need to speak to the Leeds United Supporters Trust about this yeah. and just, just find Maybe. out like why they've not given us two months. But, but I think they're getting shot. Whilst we're on that, that can have definitely have the uh, an auto no bitter rant. Auto no bitter. Fuck you, fucking Sky, for changing this fucking fiction on the fucking time. Sky are a bunch of bellends. Absolute bunch of bellends. Like the likes yeah, of Marty and Allison there shit. now are getting shafted. It's like it's it, like I have friends that are booked to go from Leeds. They've paid trains and and everything else. Like you know, regardless of like. A train from Leeds at short notice, you're looking at a hundred and hundred quid minimum, nearly. It's mm. fucking bollocks, absolute bollocks. Like everyone's affected by it. The the clubs should come together. That the, the, there's no way this should continue to happen. Yeah, absolutely. There's no extra pile up. There's none yeah. of that bullshit. Play the fucking games the day you fucking announced them. Simple. Two months. Two months. If that if that's right, I I, I wasn't aware of that to be honest with you, Carl. But if two months is the, yeah. I mean, unless the club's been, unless there's somebody said to the club, right, we'll give you a million quid if you move that one fixture or however much, you know, if you move that to a Monday, then that's the club's fault. I think that's something yeah. we could probably we could all, and all the members of of Leeds United supporters uh, trust can can maybe take up with with a few of them and just. Just actually do do some inquiring, some some mm. rooting about, and find out why uh, why that one was allowed to be changed. If they if they if they are the rules, I mean, as I say, I didn't know them. Stats, you were not in your head. Is that is that something you were aware of? I wasn't aware of what I am aware of is unfortunately at the back end of a season, Sky TV. If they see a game that could have a massive impact at the top of the league or the bottom of the league, it's up to them to move it. Personally, I think it's wrong. I think that the SFF should get involved. I think they should all get around the table and say, look, hang on a second here. You shouldn't be allowed to move a game at 20-odd days' notice. Fans have bought flights. Fans have, fans have bought train tickets. Can't get refunds. It's yeah. not right. And, look, I don't go to away games, but I know a lot of my fat friends that do, and they've been inconvenient. And like Alison and Marty have as well. It's not right. And... It should happen, but it does keep happening. And until I think people actually sit down around the table and say, look, come on, let, let, let's have a bit of common sense here. You've got fans that now have to take time off on a on a Monday or on a Tuesday because they're not going to get back from London till silly o'clock uh, all over the country. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's wrong. It's not the club's fault because it's in the contracts. The club agreed to them. I just want to take you back to December 2015 when Chilino was uh, uh, owner of Leeds United. He actually locked Sky out 
of Allen Road prior to the Derby yeah, County yeah. game uh, because of the <laughs> way that the Sky TV were inconveniencing all the fans. Now, he probably went the wrong way about it, but it was making a stand. Now, I don't know what the answer is, but I, I think everyone needs to get around the table in the summer and say, look, come on, this is taking their proverbial, to be honest with you, and making fans change their range to Crystal Palace is ludicrous. Yeah, like it's a Monday yeah. night. If it was up north, it's a different yeah. story. If it was Liverpool yeah. or Scum or someone like that, that's a different story. Like London, yeah. But London on a Monday, like you can't do that. Like that's yeah. like Clicky put out a tweet. Someone basically said, "Here, what would Clicky do about this?" And he put up that thing from football was for the fans, bought by the rich. Yeah. And we'll be interested to see where the club stance is on this, to be honest, because I mean, obviously, we, we, you know, even oh, yeah. even any comments from Angus Kinney and like his program notes or something like that to kind of give us a look, you know, we were, you know, we weren't consulted. It's just this, that's yeah. blah, 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 blah. But it is about time, like you lads have said, that, that someone should stand up and say, Adam, you're taking the fucking piss here. But do you not think they should have done that when that was changed? Like, do you not we think don't know that... what sort of circumstances. No, no, I, I, I think they should have put out a statement straight away. Yeah. They should have tried well, to help give a fuck fans either. out. Yeah, but to take it shit either. The, 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 the club's know. earning millions and millions and millions and millions in revenue, and yet they're charging fucking fans ten percent more on the season ticket prices, which really is fuck all. But to us, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of fucking money. Yeah, you, you know, you know mean, there isn't any need for them to start charging fans and stuff more money, but they fucking will do, even though they're getting more money from fucking TV rights and all that sort of stuff. They're a bunch of fucking wankers. So I don't really give a fuck what Leeds United have got that's, to say about that sort of yeah, stuff because they don't give a that, fuck about fans. They don't. I don't. They don't give a fuck. So yeah, that's that's a great point, uh, Bremner. Try boycotting, but the, the the realism is that tickets are such a such a holy grail nowadays for Leeds United fans that it just it wouldn't work, mate. I don't think. I think there's too many people that that will that, that yeah. myself included because I'm only an hour and a half away from Palace. I'm going to try now and get down there on the Monday night because. I have a real belief that, that that many people will will return the tickets with it being changed to Monday. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, boycotting probably is the only way. Um, Monday night fixtures and, and, and rearranged fixtures, however, realistically, it just it just simply won't happen. I have an idea. He's on about oh, boycott God. viewing uh, the change fixtures. Boycott them on <coughs> Sky. Boycott them on BT. Find a stream for yourself. Watch it on a stream. Boycott the big channels. Boycott them. I think that's that's what he's talking about. Mm. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, just boycott them. Find a stream. Make them suffer with their viewing ratings yeah. because they know putting yeah. us on a Monday night, their viewing ratings are going to be through the bloody roof. Mm. Yeah, that's but, as simple as yeah, that. Yeah, but I understand that. I get that. On, and on a grand scheme of things, yeah, you know, theoretically, it's a fantastic gesture and stuff. But for me, you and maybe a thousand other people that have been inconvenienced, there's going to be millions of more people who don't give a fuck, who it's not affected, and they'll just watch it anyway. So they're just laughing <laughs> at it. Down to the clubs to fucking Bless stand you. up and say, this is out of order and you're wrong and, you, and, it, and it should change and it's got yeah. to change. Yeah. You can vote with your feet, but it really won't matter because there's more feet waiting to come in and fill your shoes anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter really, does it? You know, That's we it. can piss yeah, and all that stuff and rightly so, yeah. but... This really sounds like it could be a, 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 a quite a good topic to speak in, in, in quite some detail about, maybe put it on the poll next week. Um, yeah. I think we uh, should just do an order to know bitter fucking whole pod about this shit. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, um, I know so. yeah um, let's do Luke, it. Luke, you've got a couple of things, just a couple of bits yeah. to say before we close out. Just but before let's... I do, um, yeah. go, go on, on. Crack on, mate. You crack on. No, before you do, go on. 
No, I'm just going to say, make sure uh, everyone uh, is, uh, likes and subscribes to this. We want more subscribers. So make sure yeah, if you get, get them subscribe all, to the bloody all. channel. Uh, yeah. but you um, close that, mate. Yeah, just just uh, as you've all seen in the in the title of t- tonight's episode, that's all really. This this episode is in memory of of Chris and Gev and everybody related to the to, to the families and friends uh, and and the club. Perfect. Um, yeah. So, well, uh, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for joining us again. Fucking hell! One Man City have scored Kevin De Bruyne. It's a Leeds United podcast. We don't know Yes, if you don't see it through, we see it through window. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoKnowBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke After Match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.